Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Rick H. And this is another episode of the Rick H Show. Today's special guest is creative, free thinker. I like to say that about him. And 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 he inspires me too. Uh my man Pavel Martinez from Quien Tu Eres, the podcast. Pavel, welcome to the pod. Um I I mean it. Free thinker, that's your what what else do you identify as? Podcaster, free thinker, CEO, CEO, founder, founder. Okay, Story- what are the titles? Storyteller, New Yorker, New Yorker, uh-huh. Dominican. Uh-huh. And yo, you know what I love the most? What? Your relationship with your abuela. Because hey. I have a similar thing with my old lady. With your old lady? That's what you call her? My my grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, my cousins they're jealous because like when I come into the crib, she's like, "Oh, Ricardo." Como tu like she remembers me and my name. She has Alzheimer's, so like that's big. It's it's crazy that she remembers stuff. Sometimes she makes up stories like, yo, I went to a wedding, it was fantastic. You should have been there. It was at a vineyard, you know, your cousin Pepe was getting married and yada yada yada. And I was like, Grandma, that was my wedding and it was five years ago. I get it, but you know Why you just, got, why you gotta correct her? Let her rock. I just I want I want yo, she was always sharp as a tack. So I want to keep her as sharp as possible. Mm. She's 90, she's born in 1930. Do the math for me. What is that? Terrible, 90, terrible. Whatever that is. 90, I know she's 94 plus. That's what, that's what my grandma's like, around yeah. the same age, yeah. Yeah. But Luckily, healthy. Yo, she lives on the sixth floor in the projects. No walk, Still takes the stairs. Walk up? Oh, takes the stairs. No, we got a, we got elevators, 18 floors. But I mean, like, I see you upstairs. I'm taking the elevator. Damn, that's Jeez. what keeps her alive. So yeah. shout out to IBC, the videos. You spend a lot of time where mine lives in New Jersey. That like it makes me feel like yo, I should go see grandma every time yeah. I see your videos. It's tough. I, I get the privilege to see her like every weekend. Um the thing I like about her too is that my mom doesn't like to be recorded. Mm-hmm. But my grandma will put up with my antics. But and then she'll pull your mother into the some of the videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So P is here and he's I'm a I'm a I'm a pick his brain. Because uh, he wants to redefine professionalism, right? Well, that means a lot. That's it's a big subject. But I want to ask you, how did you get into this? I mean, like, I've I've had so many different jobs. It's been, like, 10-plus years in tech, Facebook, TikTok, all these. Come on, keep dropping them names. I know there's a I lot mean, of those them. are the big ones. Flex a little, flex a little, flex a little. Ones, Facebook, you know? TikTok. I thought that was enough. I don't know. You know, taking clients out on lavish dinners. Talk that's, about that. That's what we do. It's part of the job. You know, Jay-Z concert, Lady Gaga. You know, it's part of the job. Jesus Christ. Well, why don't you uh, take me on one of them concerts or... You paying? I'm just... Are you a client? What, what are we doing? Can I be a client on Facebook or TikTok? Can you recruit me? I mean, it's a little late. I don't work there anymore. You quit? I did quit. Why? Last year was February 25th. So I had my one-year anniversary the other mm-hmm. day. Uh, when I was working at TikTok and I quit, I mean, I just wasn't getting any, f- any fulfillment from it. Like, I was signing million-dollar deals working with the biggest brands in the world. All right, give me, give, me, give, me, give me examples. Don't give me broad. Biggest brands. Give me, give me, give me, give me some examples. <laughs> I mean, wait, can, legally we could talk about this shit now, yeah, right? Can, okay, okay. We could talk about it. I didn't uh, go through any legal drama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was the global account director for Samsung. Ooh. So I managed the revenue and relationships for Samsung globally. So they were active in like forty nine different markets. So that's how did it was that a part of how you got the uh, Samsung space in the meatpacking? 
So some of your contacts? I was yeah, kinda yeah. Okay, but so you work for TikTok, you making hella money? Yeah, imagining. Yeah, uh, give me some numbers. <laughs> I mean, one of the greatest things that he did was transparency and salary for uh, your counter, your female counterparts. That's why you posted it, right? Yeah, yeah. on so, Latino Equal Pay Day. Yeah. So uh, the paid. Discrepancy. I mean, I'm not good with these lingos. It's your field, so you're gonna have to try to like help me out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Pay discrepancy, right? This is why 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 you posted it. So, so yeah, let's talk about some of those figures. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, one day I just woke up on and, and posted my whole salary package on LinkedIn. So my base, my bonus, my signing bonus. My signing bonus was like sixty thousand dollars. Sixty k, which was more than my mom has made in an entire year, like two that's, years probably. That's a Mercedes truck. Sixty k, yeah. Okay. You know what's crazy too? Like I had I posted my yearly bonus. Mm-hmm. I left my job before I even cashed out my yearly bonus, which was another sixty k. That's how bad I wanted to leave. Damn, and how many was it? Like, tell me, it was like two months. It was like a couple months. I was just like, I don't want to be there. Damn, <laughs> you took that out. Fuck it. But you believe so strongly in plural and and, and your brand yeah. that you wanted to venture off on your own. Yeah, and and how has that been like? Because a lot of people, yeah, I quit my job. Everything's Peaches and roses, you know. Nah. What's the transition been like? Yo, it's tough. Especially being a solo founder, it's mm-hmm. tough. Okay. Like, you go through all these experiences with doubts. You got the imposter mm-hmm. syndrome. You're like, why me? Why should I create this? Why should I do this? Who's going to listen? Mm-hmm. And you have all these conversations with yourself. You know what I mean? Like, if I had a co-founder, at least I could have him with somebody else. Silence them shits. Bro, it's tough. Because the doubt it's tough. is what holds you back a bit. Yeah. And and I'm I'm happy you took the leap. I, I want to shout out Jasmine Ruiz, my ex co-host. She just took the leap. She quit her nine to five, Yo. and she's a full time content creator now. So uh, Jazz will be on the show in a couple of weeks. That's uh, fire! Congrats. But I haven't done it. I'm chicken shit. But talk to me about the trans- <laughs> talk to me about the transition. What what I it's mean, been like? Be be real with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, try to I, convince me to do it. Nah, I'm not trying to convince anybody to do it. <laughs> Yo, it's much easier to have a job. I think a lot of you people, a lot of y'all, should stick to your jobs. It's, okay. it's not for the, it's not for the, for the week. This shit is hard. Okay. I mean, when I quit, I didn't really have any monetization strategy. I just mm-hmm. kind of quit, and I was like, I got a savings account, which mm-hmm. is very important if you're gonna quit your job. So I was like, at minimum, I could hold myself down for like a year. Mm-hmm. So I, but I, I just had to like turn on monet, like revenue immediately. So mm-hmm. I started monetizing through speaking engagements, which I'm still doing. And merch, um, obviously, from, from the brand. Yo, merch wasn't making no money, I'm going to be honest. No? Nah. It was what not. about now? Nah. You I, could push I, it now. I, I mean, took it off the website. Nah. I don't even sell merch anymore. Pete, you got to. No, why? It's a stream of revenue. You got to take it. Now, like. No. Bro, I do. You know who you are right I now? Sp- bro, I speak. I speak. I do a speaking engagement for an hour, and I get $5,000. Sometimes, maybe more. Okay. You know how many shirts I got to sell to make $5,000? Yeah, but you could take the shirts with you. People love merch. Especially, it's like, oh my God, this man is talking about read the. F- he changed my life. I need, I need a hat. I need a hoodie. I need a shirt. So you could bring that with you to these engagements. But that's not that's not solving the problem I want to solve. It's extra income. I, it's not about the income though. Okay. I, it's not it's not solving the problem I want to solve. Like, every- but it's also bringing brand awareness. There's a lot of pluses to this. Yeah, I'll be his marketing guy. Don't yeah. worry about it. Like on every episode, yeah. when I ask people what it takes for them to to get out of their shell and, like, mm-hmm. beat themselves at work, mm-hmm. no one has ever said merch. Like, I know what it takes to solve it, and, like, it's not that. So mm-hmm. I'm prioritizing. Okay. So 
let's talk about redefining professionalism. Yeah. Right. What do you? What is your definition of professionalism? It's not even my definition. Like, if you look it up, it just means the skill or competence expected of a professional. That's it. Okay. Skill or competence. Uh-huh. So if I'm a judge and I got massive tattoos all around my arms. Yeah. On your face, maybe a, a little neck tattoo. Face, yeah. And my head is shaved and it's blonde. Yeah. Uh, can you think I could perform my tasks and duties and expectations? Yeah. There's nothing unprofessional about that. There's nothing unprofessional about that. Nah. What if I go to, uh, you know, I'm Dominican, so you know we love the hookah. Love the hookah. If I go uptown and I'm up there, you know, if I'm a female and I'm twerking, yeah. smoking hookah. Or men. And I'm an exec, I got to go shoot down and uh, go, you know, I work for Warner Brothers. Yeah. Am I being unprofessional? There's nothing unprofessional about that. No? Nah. Okay. What do you think? What about if I love to drink, you know, I love alcohol, um, I love to party, I love to, you know, travel, yeah. and, you know. Is this a personal story? No, I'm just saying, I'm just giving you examples, okay? okay. okay? You know, uh, again, I'm a woman, I shouldn't just continually use women as examples, but I wear, like, you know, I got a hot body, I want to show it, you know, yeah. and I wear, you know. What are sundresses and shit like that or, or, or two tops? Yeah. Is that being unprofessional? Nah. No. Nah. Even okay. though, even if you have an OnlyFans, this one gets people like messed up sometimes. Like I okay. often give the example of like teachers. If like your teacher let's say you got a kid, yes. which you do have a kid. I yes. do I have two children. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's say your child is in middle school and mm-hmm. your middle school teacher has an OnlyFans account. Uh I I personally would not hold that against her or him. Well, or, would it be unprofessional? Not to me. That has nothing to do with them as a teacher. Right now, what it would it, what it would do is it probably makes people uncomfortable. It does, and that's fine. It but does. there's a difference between unprofessional and uncomfortable. Okay, that's like because it's so easy to call someone else unprofessional. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't have to change. But if we say we're uncomfortable, we have to think about like what is someone's sexuality being displayed online make me uncomfortable about? We have to put in the work to change ourselves. Okay, nobody wants to do that though. So. Let's say if I work in uh, law enforcement yeah. and I am a cannabis enthusiast, right? Right. Like I'm a police officer. Yeah. Does it make me unprofessional that, uh, you know, I'm into cannabis? And I'm going to use cannabis because marijuana has a terrible stigma behind it. And I love to smoke cannabis on the weekend when, when it's my off time. That's my way to de-stress, decompress, you know, relax, take my mind off everything. Does that make me unprofessional? Nah. No. If, it, if it's not going back to skills or competence, it, it's not unprofessional. Okay. What if it's an illegal activity? Yeah. Right? I, I'm a guy this time, and I'm into cocaine. Okay. But just on the weekend. I'm just a little, you know, on the party scene. But Monday, I'm there. And this is not a personal story? No, this is obviously not a personal story. Okay. I've never had cocaine in my life. Me either. So, <laughs> that means... <laughs> but Monday at 9 a.m., I'm there. I'm working at 9 to 5. Right. Does that make me un- unprofessional? It makes it illegal. It doesn't make it unprofessional. <laughs> They're two completely different things. Like, we just got to stop using words. Mm-hmm. Like, just so without uh, using the definition. I have a, a friend at work. He's a perfect example of redefining professionalism. Yeah. He has uh, several head tattoos. His, head tattoos? He, he's bald. He has okay. head tattoos. Um, and he's probably in charge of one of the most important things 
at our, our job, and he's probably the best at it. Um, and he's himself. He dresses the way he wants to dress, and he he doesn't put this facade on, you know. I know you mentioned in your show that you would watch television shows <laughs> just to be involved in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't do that. So that's my, my perfect example of professionalism. And I myself, since I've, you know, I've, this thing is like three or four years that I've known you now. Yeah. I, I've, I've started evaluating myself at my job and I started thinking, what does me have been, me wearing a tie, what, why does that make me a better employee? It really doesn't. It doesn't. It just makes other people more comfortable to be around me. Exactly. And we spend so much time trying to make other people feel comfortable, mm-hmm. and then we lose ourselves in the process. Okay. So you mentioned you worked at Facebook and TikTok, right? Yeah. <clears throat> what would you do differently now if you were in one of those big companies? If I was at one of those big companies, I wouldn't do all the, all the like research that I was doing <laughs> when I was working there. Like, <laughs> Give me an example. Yo, I'm, I, I mean, I say this story all the time, but like, I used to literally binge watch... Riverdale, just to be able to feel relatable to my to my teammates, and that show was terrible. <laughs> and there's not there's nothing you wrong. couldn't pay me to watch Riverdale, <laughs> yeah. But like there's there's nothing wrong with like trying a new show. It's just like there becomes a point where you try it, and you don't like it, and you continue to do it just to feel accepted. Like white so people nothing put me on about the that show that I like. So it was really, literally you were doing homework just to yeah. Yeah, work it. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, let me look up Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen. I used to look up menus to restaurants that I had no intention of going just to be like, I thought about going to brunch there. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a so lot of work. So what's your man. favorite restaurant? What's your favorite spot to eat? Now you're back at Google right now. Google hired you. Fuck it. Google hired you. They, and now you're, you're out. Pete. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you're valuable in this market right now. <laughs> You're Pavel now, like, you're going to Google. Hey, Google's like, hey, we want to do a lunch on Friday for the entire staff. Yo. What is your suggestion? Yo, give me some biscuits at Red Lobster. Biscuits at Red Lobster. Yo, I love Red Lobster. Yo, I used to be so insecure about tell- saying that to people. Because you ask anybody else at restaurants, and they're dropping, like, Michelin star shit. Why? That's Because that's what they. That's what these people go to. And it's fine. Like, I like food, but. I flip it back. I'll tell Yo, you mine. Red Lobster. What's your favorite restaurant? So nothing gets me going like a uh, Dave's Double. Dave's Double from Wendy's. Okay, <laughs> okay. You feel me? I mean, Dave's <laughs> Dave's Double with the strawberry lemonade. Okay, large fries, and Wendy's fries. I'm sorry, I'm ending right now. Best fries on the market. Very specific. Okay. Very specific about what I would. You know, what are we getting to eat? I, Michelin restaurants? No, I just food is something that you eat that makes you. What do you love? Yo. Yeah. I, I don't want the, oh my God. I don't need the vibe. So divine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. what an exquisite experience. Yeah. <clears throat> so Google comes back like, hey, we want to do a Latino uh, event for, uh, you know, His- Hispanic Heritage Month. Okay. What would be a suggestion? I'm actually, well, I'm, I'm going to do another one with them. I don't know if it's during Hispanic Heritage Month, yeah. but I'm doing another one with them, yeah. You see this man's flexing already on us. It'll be the third one, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm actually pitching myself to do something like long-term with them because I'm tired of doing these like sporadic type mm-hmm. of events with them. I've been to the Google uh, headquarters in... Uh, is, that's not the meatpacking. What is it? It is meatpacking. Well, that area. the headquarters is in California. 
Well, the one here in New York City. Yeah, they got two offices, but yeah, Chelsea. So redefining professionalism. Is there, so n- now we're, we're talking about employees, staff members, you know, let's talk yeah. about management, right? Yeah. That's an extra layer of, you know, oh, snap, I got I'm management. I can't be myself. I got I to assimilate. I got to, what's that word, assimilate? What, what do you get when you hear that? It's just fitting into the dominant culture. Mm-hmm. Like in most of these places, it's mostly white people. So you fit into try to be the best version of a white people. <laughs> That's what you do. So like you, if we if Dominicans were the dominant culture, like white people would have to assimilate, not have to, but they would feel the need to assimilate to us. But why do people feel that need that they have to? What what is it that in our psyche and our mental that oh shit I have to assimilate I have to fit in? Well, because we want to belong, we want to be accepted. Fear of rejection. I mean, it's it's like tribalism. It's like biology. Like we just mm-hmm. want to be part of a group, but also mm-hmm. we want to get promoted. We want to get the bag. People are in authoritative roles, and we're taught to respect authority. Is it? Yeah. So if you were yourself, you know, Baba El Dominican, you know you love mango, queso, all that good stuff. And you were <laughs> yourself at TikTok. Do you think that that would prevent you from getting the bag at TikTok? I was myself at TikTok. You were? I was, yeah. Uh-huh. By that point, I was comfortable being myself. Okay. And to the No point, Riverdale. No, no uh, Riverdale. Fake restaurants. I wasn't code switching. I wasn't faking it. They mm-hmm. asked me what I did the weekend. I was like, I was dancing salsa. I was popping bottles. Mm-hmm. I was smoking hookah. Like, I'm 100% myself. Okay. So why'd you, you leave if you were being yourself in that role? You just, the role wasn't fulfilling you? I just wasn't fulfilled. Like, it's, it just wasn't fun. And it sounds weird, and, and it feels like a little bit. You just said Jay Z concert, and what was the other thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was that Facebook. It just it just wasn't fun. It just wasn't fulfilling work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It just wasn't fun. Like, and the culture you mentioned, uh, like previously. the pay, the pay was cool. It was the most money I ever made. Mm-hmm. All right, it wasn't fun, but also I felt like I could make the same amount of money doing things that were fun. Mm-hmm. I just needed to take the risk, which is like what I'm doing now, building my own company. Like this idea of like, oh, I can only make that money if TikTok gives it to me. Like, no, I could also give it to myself. I feel that way now. Oh, shit. I'm almost there. Uh I'm going to quit by the end of this episode. (laughs) But also, like, I would do certain things that I think people had um, a problem with. Like when I posted my salary transparently, Mm -hmm. I felt like... People didn't like that. At TikTok. At TikTok, yeah. It's just the work culture. There's a lot of reasons why why I quit. And you but mentioned the, uh, what is it, 9969? Uh, 996 culture, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Explain that briefly. Just So, I mean, TikTok is owned by ByteDance, which is a Chinese-owned company, and they, <laughs> they have a culture called 996, which is like, I forget what it is, like nine hours a day. Mm-hmm. Six. Oh, no, from nine to nine, six days a week. Six days a week, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when I was working there, I remember they st- they made the policy that, like, cut out one of the weekend days, and it was, like, a huge deal. Like, motherfuckers were, like, we had, a, like, a press release and all that shit. Like, yo, only weekdays now. When companies are moving to make the week work week this shorter is, now. This is in China, though. This is oh, in China. Okay. But I think that culture from there, like, permeates down to the satellite offices. Yeah. You feel me? So I remember, like, my manager was trying to, my, my, yeah, my manager was trying to, like, get me to work the weekend. And I was like, I'm, I'm not doing that. And everybody on the Zoom call was like, hit me up on the side. I was like, yo, good looks, because I wasn't trying to do this either. <laughs> but like, no one wanted to say it. But like, I was comfortable with myself. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not. And he was like, no, well, you know, sometimes you got to do it. And I'm like, yo, listen, like, I have no intention of working this weekend or any weekend. 
And then whatever, the call happened. I had a meeting with like the head of the head of the team. And they were like, yo, I heard about the meeting. And I was like, yeah, could you believe they want me to work the weekend? And they were like, yeah, that's not how we do business here. I was like, I know. Thank you. They were like, no, I'm talking about you, not him. <laughs> I was like, what? what? I was like, I got I to get out of here. So I was like, yeah. So it was kind of like, hey, we don't, we don't do that here. You have to work the weekend. Something along those lines, yeah. Wow. Are you much happier now? It's a tricky question to ask. It's, it's, a, it's a tricky question because I think, I would say yes. Overall, yes. Yeah. Overall, yes. But How's it, the mental? I mean, I'm always going to have mental challenges. We're always going to have self-doubt. No matter where I'm at in life, I'm going to have self-doubt. Yeah, but I, I, I... So, from the outside looking in, this is why I've always talked to you about this. I, yeah. I feel like you got to block the doubt out because you have a ton of talent. Thanks. Honestly, and then in your message and what you're doing speaks for itself. So I think I think sometimes you just gotta get out of your way. It's tough, so man. to speak. And I, I know it's hard because I, I do the same thing. It's specifically with any content that I produce or stuff I put together, I'm always questioning myself. But yeah, I, that would be an advice I give myself, and I'll, I will give you: just get out of your own way. Just let things come to you. It's easier said than done, man. But I, feel, I I will feel better once I have the product that I want to sell. Mm-hmm. I think because I don't have it, Merch. I feel. <laughs> New hoodies come soon. Nah, yeah. Once I build the app that I want to launch, like I feel a lot more confident in, who, in like all of this. But mm-hmm. right now, I just feel like I don't. This I don't stuff, feel like man, I don't feel this... like I've been, I don't feel like I've built anything. Other ideas, man. What? I don't feel like I built anything. I think you're bugging. I think you have uh, the brand is built. You have the message. You have the hard part. I think the merch is the easy part. <laughs> you really, really want the merch. I'm just saying, like, I don't have a muscle pluralitur, even though I don't got no muscles. A muscle pluralitur. <laughs> I've seen the ads with your boys, like, and in the back it just has, you know, what's unprofessional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what people consider to be unprofessional. Nah, man. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to be a tech company, man. I think you're there. I think you're there. You just need the I need tech, the tech guy. You need the tech guy. No, nah, I mean, I'm building it. By the end of yeah, by the yeah. summer, it'll be here, but... Until then, I, I wouldn't feel like I built anything. Okay. I also like the awareness that you're bringing, and I also like the man on the street that you're doing. Oh, that was fun. As far as the three photos. Yeah. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think one of them you did, uh, Little Wayne, Ice Spice. Who's the, uh, the third? Uh, Raul Alejandro. Raul Alejandro. So you walked around aimlessly asking people, do you think they're all unprofessional? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was kind of the response you got back from most people? Most people said Rao and Ice Spice, they were like, oh, they could get by, but Lil Wayne, they were like, nah, I can't, that, wow, yeah, <laughs> some lady, some lady was like, uh, like, she did a double take, she was like, I would have trust him with my money, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, but everybody feels like that, though, like, I'm just starting to capture it. I think you should. And, and did you do it in several different neighborhoods? or So I only did it in, in Times Square. I did it like 42nd in Madison. I only did audio because I felt like people are so scared to get canceled that people don't want to talk I about it. Be a part about, I want to be a part of this. But now I'm going to start doing video because I also went by myself. Yeah. Com- like completely by myself just with a sign and a wireless mic. Uh, I have the audio, which I published the episode, but I want to start doing video. Um, yeah. Do you ever thought about working in the public sector? I mean, since the private no. sector didn't work out for you? No? Hell no. Why not? Who said it didn't work out? I'm just, it worked you, out. Wait, I left. 
You left. Okay. I don't mind going back. I you may broke go back up one day. in that relationship. Yo, if this doesn't work out, that's the whole thing. Like, I left because I was like, if this doesn't work out, I could come back. Okay. But I got to take a bet. Did they call you? Like, TikTok, hey, we miss you. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Did they send you that text? Yo, you up? You know, I I had a dream <laughs> that I went back to work at TikTok. Uh-huh. That, I don't know. It just happened. Maybe that's a sign of things to come. That would be terrible because that means this didn't work out. No, what if it's <laughs> what if it's not working for them? What if they're like, hey... We believe in your brand so much. We want to do a partnership with you. They don't even let employees get on my podcast. No? No. They don't do that. They have to get approval. They don't they don't get they don't really? get accepted. They don't like how I left. I get it. Who's the TikTok in New York? I mean, if to certain companies to go on like like if I work in the mailroom in TikTok, <laughs> right, and I want to be on Quintueres, I gotta get a release consent from the company to be on. Yeah, the show. yeah, and you, it's gonna get denied. <laughs> That's what I've heard. That's what I'll, I've heard. I'll put this theory to test. That's what I've heard. I reached out to people that work at TikTok, friends, to to be Wait, on the so show. They, they gotta be in like supervisory or manager roles. Nah, no? individual contributors. Yeah, and they got denied. Yeah, but why even go through the whole clearance part? Would you want to get fired? <laughs> what you mean? You gotta ask for permission. But that's that's typical in any in any like those big companies. Like if you're gonna speak at a conference, like when I was working at Facebook, you gotta get the approvals. If you want to be on a certain show, you gotta get the approvals. Really? You don't have to, but it's nice to do it just so you don't run the risk of getting fired. Yeah. Okay. I don't clear nothing. So, if this doesn't work out, the plan B is to go back. Yeah. I have no problem going back. Okay. Where are we in this process? We're year one. Give me your assessment of how your first year you felt has gone. I mean, you've done a ton of speaking engagements. Yeah. And you signed to a podcast network. So, some revenue came in. Some revenue came in, yeah. Yeah. So, did you feel, was it... Was it encouraging or discouraging? That's where I'm going to. It was encouraging. Okay. Um, and this year, I'm really excited for it. Um, I mean, just keep just keep building on what happened last year. Yeah, because yeah, you be doing a secret project. Don't even call secret project. <laughs> He's planning. Oh, I, you did warn me about the Samsung thing way ahead of time. But you be doing little things. Like, oh shit, he's doing a speaking engagement. I didn't even know about. You was in Snapchat the other day. You was in. I was Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. Nah, the speaking engagements has been dope. Um, it's interesting because when I launched the company, it was a B two C company, like mm-hmm. selling directly to to people, merch. I'm telling you, man, but, you you missing out on that stream revenue right there. Y'all nah, got man. ideas though. You got ideas? Can I just be the idea man for the merch? I'm down. All right. We test it out. Okay. But now what I'm realizing is like I'm a B two B company. Like mm-hmm. companies are paying me directly, so that's something different. But I'm really excited. I'm really encouraged by like what's to come and the feedback that I've been receiving on the new ideas that I'm presenting to people. So besides recording the pod and yeah. also doing the monthly pod on LinkedIn with Odalis yeah. uh, Unfiltered, which is pretty cool. You should check it out. Um, what, in the speaking engagements, yeah. what other projects do you want to be involved in? Uh, I'm telling you, I'm launching that app. And once I launch... Well, all right, I'm, I'm creating the app. What's this app about? Come on, give me some... Uh, 
so I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I'm not gonna start, but the app is to teach people emotional intelligence. Okay, I'm not intelligent or emotional, so <laughs> break it down for me. Ooh. All right, so there's the whole time. If you listen to the episode of Quintuetas, like uh-huh. I'm talking about emotional intelligence and I'm going through the four components. I just don't mention the word emotional intelligence or mental health because I think it scares people away. Okay. Like right now, you're like mental health, emotional uh. No, I don't care about any of that. I've done a couple mental health episodes. So I just didn't. I'm not intelligent or uh, emotional, so <laughs> I, I couldn't I, be in any of those conversations. I think you are. Uh, I think you're self-aware. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. Um, I forgot where I was, was going to go. So emotional that. intelligence, uh, the app is about uh, making people aware of emotional intelligence or? Uh... Giving people the skills of emotional intelligence. Okay. So on every episode we go through. All right. So I think the Trojan horse of getting our communities to care about mental health is mm-hmm. associating it to their career and not their health. Okay. I think we care more about getting the bag than we do about our actual health. I mean, yeah, we got to make that rent and make that car loan and then put these kids through school. We don't want them in public school. We got to, you know, you know, spl- uh, flex in front of Thea at the family reunion. And, exactly. And brag about, you know, our kid got an A and whatever. That's that's what Latinos look forward to. Yeah. But so. get, get this, though. 90% of what sets high performers apart is emotional intelligence. Yeah, nobody's teaching it. Like, I, I, I learned that shit in therapy. Okay. Like, I didn't learn in school. I didn't learn in, 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 at work. So what is emotional intelligence? So the four components are self-awareness, social awareness. Self-awareness is just, like, being able to label, qualify, understand, like, how you're feeling. Like, label that shit. Okay. Social awareness, empathy. I'm learning that. My wife is teaching me how to identify how I'm feeling. Okay. There you go. So, social awareness, empathy. Mm-hmm. Then self-management is like, all right, I feel a certain way. Like, how do I deal with that within myself? If I'm feeling sad, how do I feel happy? That's what I need to work on. Yeah. And then relation management is like, how do I use these feelings to communicate it in an effective way to actually build healthy relationships to your wife? You feel me? Uh, Another place I need to work. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe this app is for you. I probably need to subscribe to this app. Yeah. But the cool thing, too, is that companies want to know this information from their employees as well Mm -hmm. to know how they're feeling on on a consistent basis and their frustrations with the company so that they can build things around that. Now, in order to build this company, like I'm also going to start raising money, venture capital, probably try to raise in the first round probably like one to two million, which is a feat that like not a lot of people that look like us do. So that that's what I'm really excited about. Wow. Well, P, I want to thank you for being on the pod today. I truly appreciate uh, your story. Um, if you want to check out his podcast, it's called Quien Tu Eres. Uh, it's available everywhere podcasts are available. It's also... On YouTube, if you want to see, if you're a visual person like me, uh, you know, you want to see things, you want to laugh or whatever, it's on YouTube as well. Um, and his brand is called Plural. Why Plural? I didn't even ask you that. Yeah. Why, why the name Plural? Uh, I mean, it just means more than one, but it's one of those, I think it's, I, it means the same thing in, in English, Spanish, and Portuguese, which are the major languages of Latin America. And Damn. This man you see. You're intelligent and emotional. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks for being on the show. We'll see y'all next week with another episode. And uh, maybe I'll be intelligent by then. (laughs) Peace.